Hello, Imogen. <laughs> Florum! How in the gods' names did you get in here? The Turner let me in. Really? <laughs> of course not. I let myself in. At this point, I assumed you would have given me a key, but I also assumed that you would have assumed, correctly, that for me, a key would be completely unnecessary. Maybe I should move. Imogen, you called me. You said you wanted to reconcile our differences. Don't tell me this isn't what you expected. I don't even know where to start. I knew you would say that. Here. You made a schedule? It's an agenda. First, I thought we'd begin the evening with hors d'oeuvres and conduct a brief post-mortem on the tyranny disaster. There are a lot of reasons this agenda isn't happening tonight, but the main one is that I definitely don't have any of the ingredients for salmon canapes. I anticipated that. Fortunately for both of us, I know a great in-home catering service. You know I'm ace, right? Ace and arrow and undateable? Yes, it's in your file. Now, the catering service Wait, is- Wait, so you're definitely not trying to make this a weird date? You're just like this? Please, Imogen, I'm a professional. Oh. I don't want a caterer or anything in my apartment, but, and I can't believe I'm saying this, we could go out somewhere? Like normal people? Huh. I hadn't considered that. What an intriguing proposition to go out like normal people. <laughs> A delightful facade. How novel. So, where shall we partake in the gastronomic innovations normalcy has to offer? Uh, there's a pretty good Canadian place on East Main and 32nd. Poutine on the Ritz. Off we go, then, to the realm of normal. Ooh, ooh, I could be, I could be a, a businessman named George who has to go home to his wife and two kids. We've, uh, let's now, see, there's Sally, of course, what I expected. the wonderful darling, and then Monique, and we all go out to soccer Episode 5, In the Dark Dear Maddie Monday, I work for a competitive sales firm where I'm expected to go the extra mile for clients. Earlier this week, I told a canine enthusiast client that I would meet him with my dog in the dog park to discuss my company's portfolio. I don't have a dog, so I knocked on my neighbor's door to politely ask if I could borrow his dog for an hour or two. My neighbor said that he doesn't have a dog. I know he has a dog. When I put my ear on our shared wall, I can hear the dog's nails clicking on the floor. I have seen my neighbor in a black hoodie with fur all over it. I even drilled a near imperceptible hole in the wall and saw a blurred reddish-brown shape moving back and forth. He has a dog, and he doesn't want anyone to know. Can I borrow my neighbor's dog without his permission? Not only to win over my client, but to prove that he's a liar? If my neighbor confronts me about it, he doesn't have a dog, and therefore there is no dog for me to steal. Please help. I need to know by Friday. Pekingese Tom.
Em, could you look something over for me? Sure, what is it? My expose on the laundromat. Therese, this is really intense. You really sure you want to do all of this? What do you mean? You have laundry machine schematics, detailed interviews with regular customers, security camera footage, a photo of me? You did sign the photo release. I didn't sign anything. I have it right here. I thought that was a style guide recertification sheet. Don't feel bad. Most people end up inadvertently signing a photo release for me at least once. Okay, I'll look your article over on one condition. What's that? Leave me out of the final piece. Consider it done. I see what you did there. Hmm? Putting my picture in your story just so I would have to do you a favor to get it taken out? You know that's blackmail. You're taking this all much too seriously. I was a declared psychology major. I take everything too seriously. Just relax, Em. It's perfectly normal. I do the same thing to Douglas. And Rufus. And Conrad. Conrad's your father. (laughs) Oh, no. No. Conrad's a stranger I met online. So a murderer. No. Not everyone on the internet is a murderer. You know, God's Head has the lowest rate of crime and the highest rate of self-defense course attendance of any U.S. city. Yeah, but was he a murderer? Let's just say things didn't work out between us. But only after he wrote a song about me and gave my car a fresh coat of wax. Okay, I guess I gotta try that sometime. At first glance... I think you need more of a why. Say more. I mean, I get that the laundromat is weird, maybe a little sketchy, but only a small number of God's Head residents use it. So why should I care? What's my stake? Maddie Monday, I knew there was a reason that you were the best advice columnist in all of God's Head. This story needs to resonate with people's values. It needs to appeal to the universal thirst for justice and cleanliness. Not quite the words I would have chosen, but, uh, sure. You're welcome. Thank you, Em. You've already been so helpful. I can get you more detailed feedback after I read it over tonight. You're working late again? I have some... uh, unfinished business. Okay, the coast is clear. Lorem. Lorem! You could have used the door. I'd hate to waste the opportunity for a dramatic entrance now that my gate crashing days are over. It doesn't seem smart for a gate crasher to draw attention to themselves with a dramatic entrance. I try to stay a step ahead of industry standards. That reminds me. Here. What is this? Am I supposed to eat this? I know technology isn't your strong suit, Imogen, but I expected you to recognize an external hard drive stuffed inside a jelly donut when you saw one. Right. Ahmet's invention. I could take all the credit, but what can I say? I have a heart of gold. Platinum, actually. I have a heart of platinum. 
and I have a heart of impenetrable stone, so I guess that makes us decent company. Come on, let's get set up. So there we were, heading upside down from the Harrington Bridge, and I told Ahmed about your tete-a-tete -tete with the grammarian, and he said that your theory checks out. I told you not to tell anyone. <laughs> He's my brother. Besides, Ahmed is trustworthy. For now. What is that supposed to mean? It depends on where Ahmed is in his ongoing will-they-won't-they -they relationship with Ennui, and also poison. Good thing I didn't eat the donut. So, as Ahmet confirmed, it is not entirely implausible that your boss was covertly pointing you to a secret internal server. A dark intranet, if you will. Okay. Good. So once we got back to the ground, I borrowed a copy of your IT department's directory, and this server's IP address isn't in it. Well, I only found it because the IP address was buried in a footnote to an appendix to the 2014 amendments to the 2012 passage reproduced in the 2019 edition of the Style Guide. I guess if anyone actually read those things, we'd have company tonight. But I think it's safe to say we'll be alone. Delivery. Did you just punch someone for me? He almost caught us! You knocked him out cold. Impressive. We have to get out of here now. Whoever sent him- Actually- I ordered a pizza for us 20 minutes ago. You ordered a pizza? For a covert investigation? I ordered arugula and pistachio pesto because it's your favorite. I've never had arugula on pizza before. <laughs> Trust me, it's your favorite. Normally, I'd be pretty weirded out. Not gonna say I'm not, but I am hungry and I... I do love pizza. You do realize. Stuff like this is why you keep getting caught, right? <laughs> I like to flirt with danger. I'm so glad you didn't finish that the way I thought you were going to. Man, I made a great call with this pistachio pesto. Good on me. Okay, fingers crossed the computer's not going to crash this time. I guess we should start by searching Iris. Iris Chandra Pankam. <gasps> There's a hit! Oh my gods, I can't believe it was that easy! Oh. What is it? It's one of my columns from a couple of months ago. I knew I would end up regretting those flower analogies. Again. Well, I rather enjoyed it. It was a useful addition to your dossier at Capital Claims and Adjustments. Okay. No big deal. Actually, Iris used to go by her initials a lot, so let's search those. I R Chandra Pankam. Ugh. It is unfortunate that your parents gave you the same initials. Lack of foresight, if you ask me. Yes, because... Every parent should foresee their younger child desperately scrounging dark intranet archives in hopes of solving their elder child's disappearance. That's why I always invest in the long game. Byline. Byline. Ugh, my old articles are awful. 
I can't believe the incidental still paying me to write for them. Maybe this is a waste of time. For all we know, this could be a backup server that IT forgot about. Wait. Huh. There's a zip file here. Its title is IRC onboarding. Great. File transferring. Three hours remaining. Look on the bright side. More quality time for us. Great. So, tell me about your earliest memory. While this zip file is downloading, how about letting a professional in on the action? Do your worst. <laughs> uh, on second thought, give that back. In a moment. First, let's try this. Turvis the Turner. We are not doing this. Turvis and I are just barely on speaking terms. I can't go behind his back again. Imogen, we can't just ignore this individual who happens to be the most salient connection we have to the divine underworld. I'm not going to be held back because you bundled your interrogation session by trying to be his friend. Wait, is that what this is about? Are you... Are you jealous? Of Tervis? What does he have that I don't? Me, one of your peers. And I thought you were peerless. <laughs> don't flatter me. Well, come on. What are we doing right now? We have pizza. That's a friend thing. And break-ins. You love break-ins. Imogen, I love mining forbidden records as much as the next corporate-owned officer of redaction, but I have other hobbies. I volunteer. Just last week, I was at the animal shelter instructing other volunteers in the art of mise-en-scene. I'll ask you about mise-en-scene when it helps me find my sister. Well, forgive me for feeling used when you spend your time with Tervis going to the theater and walking around parks and feeding ducks. I enjoy films, too. A beloved pastime of mine is going to the park and making fun of the children. And ducks! We can talk about the ducks. I'm not above negotiation. I'm going to tell you what you just told me so that you can hear someone else say it. You, Lorem Ipsum, whom I met breaking into my apartment, think that I should spend less time on break-ins and more time taking you to the movies. Now, Imogen, be fair. I was already well past breaking in by the time we met. Ooh, 5,000 hits. Seriously? My last name only had 800 and I work here. It looks like the Turner's more popular than we thought. I had attributed his alleged popularity to inflated infomercial viewership statistics, but what do you know? The cameras really do love him. Someone on the tabloid staff sure loved alliteration. Turner Turmoil, Turvis Turn Turncoat, Topsy Turvy Turner. Ugh. Remind me to never become famous. People who aspire to fame have an unquenchable desire to be universally liked. I don't think you have that problem. Thank you? Ooh, photos. Well, I guess it could be interesting to see what Turvis looked like when his clothes were actually in style. Well, yeah. Checkerboard hot. What are those? What is he wearing? Day glow. Could his sense of fashion be 
perpetually outdated? This is a level of stylistic iconoclasm that most of us can only dream of. But with things like retro trends, there must have been a period where he dressed well by accident. Nope. No. 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 Oh, look at this one. I don't want to. (laughs) Wait, what are you doing? Printing a copy. I'm not going to let you blackmail Turvis. (laughs) Relax, Imogen. It's not for blackmail. It's for my vision board. Huh. That's weird. A vision board is not that outside the norm. That's why mine is 3D. No, not that. Look at this photo. And this one. And this one, too. They're all taken in front of the same laundromat. You're right. It is quite unusual for a celebrity of the Turner's caliber to be doing his own laundry. And I would assume that plaid suit is dry clean only. Okay, yes, but that's not what I meant. It's that same laundromat Therese is doing her expose on. Guess it's one of those things where once you notice it, you start seeing it everywhere. Are you going to eat that last slice? It's all yours. (sighs) How much longer? Uh, 56 minutes of file transfer remaining. What time is it? 1 a.m. Okay. Well, I'd say it's about time to search the machine shut. Wait, what did you just say? Nothing. What did you just say? Morum ipsum. <laughs> A thousand hits. Morum ipsum. Solar seat omnet consectator at pisking ellet. Oh. Immaculate euphony and research resistance. Everything I could ever want in a name. Huh. Research resistant, you say? I'm sure some imbecile forgot to take the filler text out of his resume header. Poor sap, better just ignore it. Uh-huh. Advanced theatrics. Wilderness first aid certified. Amateur scuba instructor. Why would they let an amateur teach people how to do something extremely dangerous? I assure you, I'm a professional. Let's not waste our time with this. Objective. To acquire a position to further and enhance divine branding initiatives by utilizing advanced method acting techniques. Morum, this is all jargon. Jargon is the bedrock of modern corporatocracy. Aren't you in a family business? Why do you even need a resume? Because sometimes it gets so boring. Not everyone wants to lead a life of petty crime and break-in. Sometimes I want something more. I don't want to just drop from the ceiling an image of glorious triumph as though a vision from on high. I want to... No, no, no. This cover letter is addressed to the Divine Council. You were applying to be a vanity god. That's quite enough of that. What are you doing? Putting an end to this nonsense. Some things are better left in the dark. You unplugged the computer! Your point? We were in the middle of downloading something! Oh. Listen, Imogen- Forget it. 
just re-download the file. I'm going to be at my desk doing work. Let me know when it's done. Imogen. Busy. Imogen, come on. If this is about the file. It isn't about the file. Okay, well, this is the part where you tell me what it is about. You dig into my past. You break into my apartment. You go through my things. Read the last communication my sister and I ever had. And I'm not even allowed to know why you're doing all of this in the first place. It's... It's difficult. The position of vanity god doesn't even exist. Sure. I mean, it it, it does, but it, it doesn't exist on paper. They called me into City Hall, and they just laughed in my face about it. Lorem, I don't care. Of course you don't. Can you just go away? I have stuff to do. Fine. You know where to find me. Don't trip over the pizza guy on your way out. (laughs) What are you doing? Is that a bomb? Of course not. It's only the finest computer game invented since the dawn of humankind. Minesweeper? The finest computer game invented since the dawn of humankind is Minesweeper? Minesweeper is a work of art. Is the file ready? 20 seconds remaining. Five seconds. 45 seconds remaining. Uh, 10 seconds remaining. It's definitely been more than 20 seconds. We'll take it up with a dot of time then. Come on, unzip the file. What are you doing? All this tension is making my leather jacket feel overly toasty. What do we open the file with? Pick your poison. It's an RTF, so I think we can use a word processor, right? Uh. I... I don't know what I was expecting. Imogen, this isn't the end. I'll send it to Ahmet. If anyone can uncorrupt a file, he can. Would it kill them to just give me an answer to one thing? Anything? Oh, don't give me that look. What look? The, I know this is mostly my fault for having unrealistic expectations, but I also consider it partially your fault, look. I just, it doesn't have to be this complicated. I wish you would be more honest with me about- Gods! Yeah, that, actually. No, no. Not whatever you were saying. That thing in your bag. Is that a schematic? You brought me a schematic? This? This is just something, Therese. Yeah, I brought you a schematic. Oh, I knew you really cared. Oh, and Dollar Seat said you were just pretending because you needed help. Oh, no, no, definitely, definitely not. Oh, this is an excellent one, too. Perfect for my collection. A laundry machine with a false backing. But it's not a false backing. It's just an unusually large hookup. According to my schematic guy. Hmm. 
Well, that seems wrong. They clearly didn't know what a valuable specimen they had on their hands. This should hardly be called a laundry machine at all. It's more like a, a laundry chute or even a laundry passageway. You are a true friend, Imogen. Wait, what did you just say? You are a true friend, Imogen. No, before that. Oh, I don't remember anything before that. Our friendship is more important than any minor details in a false washing machine. Although, I could see us meeting one day and bonding over our mutual hatred of folding socks. I mean, who folds like socks? You can just ball them up and throw them in a drawer. Way. Or even ironing ties and undergarments and things like that. It's just a waste of time. Dear Pekingese Tom, thank you for allowing me to join the cohort of all great advice columnists by sending me a question about whether you can steal a dog. No, you cannot steal your neighbor's dog. Ignoring the question of whether a living creature should be considered property, you are asking to take something that is not yours without permission. Any kindergartner could tell you that is theft. People have their reasons for not telling everyone everything. You have your reasons for not telling your client that you do not own a dog. Likewise, your neighbor likely has reasons for hiding his dog's existence. Maybe the dog is an emotional support animal and he doesn't want a conversation about his condition. Or maybe he enjoys keeping arbitrary secrets to introduce minor thrill into an otherwise mundane existence. Either way, you cannot solipsistically decide that information should only be openly exchanged when it can help you reach your sales goals. Also consider that a person who suspects his neighbor of keeping a secret dog only seems eccentric, but a person who sets out to steal his neighbor's dog to prove he's right is the children's book villain our parents warned us not to become. Incidentally, yours, Maddie Monday. Success! Ahmet was able to open the file. In paint. In paint? Did he have to go back to Windows 2000? As per his email. <clears throat> the file can be opened in paint to reveal the source of the corruption. Someone evidently used paint to draw over the original text file, destroying the original information entirely, and rendering the file unopenable in any word processing program. While none of the original text is recoverable, the corrupting image can still be viewed. The image painted over the file is best categorized as naive art, likely imitative of the Cornish artist Alfred Wallace. And then he says to give you his regards, which I will not. Just open the file. Ahmet was right. This is a dead ringer for House at St. Ives, Cornwall. It's not House at St. Ives. It's not even art. Imogen! Naive art is defined by its simplicity and repudiation of formal artistic conventions such as perspective and- Don't you see it? It's a map. Perhaps if one turned it upside down. We're both looking at it right side up. It's certainly not a map of any place I've ever been. It's God's head, Lorem. Look, there's City Hall. There's the Cristobal building. That line over there's the river. Here's where I went to school. That's my house. It looks just like the maps Iris and I used to make when we were little. Is there any way to see when the file was last modified? Yes. What's that look for? It was modified two months ago. 
Lorem, if she made this two months ago, that's almost a year after she went missing. She's alive. What's that arrow pointing to? I thought that was a harpoon aiming towards this bloated whale at the stern. That's not a whale, that's a building. I can't read the key. Enhancing. You're just zooming in. Hush, you're breaking my concentration. Now, let's see. Enhance, enhance, and the God's Head City Laundromat. What is the deal with this laundromat? trip to the bottom of the lake to go and drown all the pictures that I take when you're looking away and you don't hear me say I'm missing you and everything you do This has been episode 5 of the God's Head Incidental This episode was performed by Ishani Kanakar as M Paul Burkhart as Lorm Ipsum. Maya Armstrong as Therese. This episode also features Richard Minari. Jonesy Jones as the delivery person. The Godset Incidental is created by Kara Ehlenfeldt and Amy Giacomucci. Sound design for episode 5 is by Jonesy Jones. Recording engineering for episode 5 is by Philip Geisert and Kara Ehlenfeldt. Our production manager and assistant editor is Abby Norling-Ruggles. Special thanks to Amon Graywall. Our theme music is composed by the inconceivable Irene Jong and mixed and mastered by the indelible Madhav Guy. Our credits music is Everything You Do by Irene Jong. Our cover art is by Maddie Road Design. Check out the links to her work and all our contributing artists in the show notes. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and maybe give us a review. You can follow us on Twitter, at GodsHeadPod, and check out our Patreon at patreon.com godshead. Our patrons get to enjoy some special perks, like monthly advice columns from Maddie Monday, and blooper reels and behind-the-scenes audio. Trust me, you want to know how many ways it's possible to pronounce the word basement wrong. It's more than you think. Thanks for joining us here in Godshead. And may your new year rise like a phoenix from the ashes of what was 2020. Remember how I said the next time I get punched on the job, I quit? I lied. I'll be back in 30 minutes. Yeah, fine. 30 minutes or less.